Hi, and welcome to Experience Points by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. I'm your host, Dave Ang, from Games-Based Learning by University XP. Find out more at universityxp.com. On today's episode, we'll cover that feeling of triumph called Fiero we get when playing games. Have you ever experienced that feeling of triumph before? The one you get from completing a really difficult level or beating an experienced opponent? You know, when you throw your hands up over your head in triumph? That feeling is called Fiero. Fiero is highly addictive and highly engaging. Often that feeling comes after we've become completely engrossed in the game. That's called being in a state of flow. This episode will cover the roles that flow, Fiero, and games play in shaping our teaching and learning experiences. Games are experiential. They are about the player's experience. But education is not the same way. Sometimes when we teach, we are highly focused on the instructor, the modality, in-person, online, or hybrid, or on the content. But game designers think of these experiences differently. Game designers pay close attention to the kinds of emotions that games evoke in players. Educators can do the same. However, most of the time, we're bogged down with meeting learning outcomes, assessments, and other factors that don't deal directly with our students' experiences. But what if there was a way for instructors to reach that high level of student engagement? How about a level of engagement so intoxicating and exhilarating that all individuals lose a sense of time and space? We can do that. It's called flow. Flow is that highly engaging and intoxicating experience. It's that feeling of being in the zone where time seems to become a blur. This completely engrossing experience directly addresses player engagement. Because for a time, a player is no longer thinking about whether they should be doing something else. Instead, they are concentrating on the game and nothing else. This level of commitment is called the engagement curve, and it's an incredibly important consideration for designers. Engagement is critical for educators as well because focusing on the student experiences means addressing some of the key areas where flow is most likely to occur. That means creating content that has clear goals, established rules, and increasingly challenging levels of difficulty. I remember my first time engaging in this level of flow playing a game. It was playing Ski Free on my first computer. Ski Free is a game where you represent a skier trying to race down a mountain. But there are trees, rocks, and other obstacles in your way. Famously, there's also a snow monster that comes out to chase you. All I wanted to do was to get away from that snow monster. To this day, I never could. As educators, we are in an ideal position to identify, direct, and design this flow state for our students. Two of the most important characteristics for flow are already included in class designs, clear goals and feedback. Thankfully, classrooms are already places of clear goals and feedback, right? Let's think about that for a moment. What was the last syllabus you read? Were the goals from the class completely clear based on what you read? What about getting feedback from an instructor? Did you get that feedback instantly? Was it immediately useful? Learning design is a lot to gain from incorporating aspects of flow. The innate feeling of progress, the excitement of moving forward, and the general applicable areas of accomplishing something difficult after investing time and effort are incredible forms of feedback. And what happens when we accomplish that one seemingly impossible task? We celebrate. Fiero is that celebration. Fiero is the neurochemical phenomena we feel when we're invested time and effort into something through our flow state to achieve something difficult. Fiero is the Italian word for pride, which is used to describe this emotional high. Anytime you've beat a really hard boss, found that really rare item, or finally defeated your friend at Mario Kart, you've experienced Fiero. The funny thing about Fiero is that it's a common reaction across cultures, borders, boundaries, and people. We like to throw our hands up over our head. It's often accompanied by loud screams and shots of triumph. It's one of the most powerful reactions that we can feel as humans. Think about the last time you saw a World Cup soccer match. 
Player scored a goal? Yep, that's Fiero. Combining opportunities for Fiero while players engage in a state of flow provides something very addicting and engaging. When players are in this engagement curve, they experience an emotional roller coaster, periods of inactivity followed by highly engaging activity followed by moments of triumph or defeat. It's that roller coaster of emotions combined with our desire to keep playing that keeps us engaged. That shot of dopamine to the brain when we achieve Fiero is highly addictive and something that can be used for design and instruction. So how does Flow and Fiero interact and how is it used in design for both games and learning experiences? Fiero is just one aspect of good design and is something that is used to continually engage and entice the player. Too many instances of Fiero in the game either becomes too easy or the player is no longer challenged. Too few instances in the game becomes too hard or lacks engagement opportunities. The roller coaster of moments, the periods of high highs and low lows, is what brings players back into the state of flow. You want to engage them long enough to keep them playing, but not make the game so easy that it's no longer challenging. This is often where you see level design come into play. Players are presented with challenges, opportunities, and structures to surmount them. After a while, they encounter a larger challenge or a boss that they must beat in order to progress. Once they do, they progress to a new level with ever-increasingly difficult challenges or decisions. The path continues from there. Those moments when players encounter a boss and triumph, an element of Fiero. Those times when students ace a test, Fiero. When tennis players score the match point, Fiero. The time your students win a case study competition, Fiero. Games and learning are two sides of the same coin. They can be highly engaging experiences ripe for application of flow and Fiero. Games and learning have long been intertwined. That's because games are great experiential teachers. Games can autonomously demonstrate and instruct students on how to succeed and progress. Often this is through the discovery of patterns in games that can be capitalized over time. Sometimes the most powerful forms of learning are not fun or engaging. Instant gratification is fun. That's called easy fun. For role-playing games, easy fun is just walking around the world. But other types of engagement, like attempting challenges, fighting bosses, or preparing presentations, that's hard fun. It's a type of fun gained only through significant effort on the part of the student or player. Balancing opportunities for easy fun and hard fun is part of the engagement curve for designing these learning experiences. One way of doing this is in the classroom is to provide peer instruction tools that allow students to become the authors and purveyors of classroom learning. Another means of providing feedback is through developing basic and rudimentary processes in the classroom. Those processes might be slow and difficult at first, but over time become more efficient as the student achieves proficiency. Defining the engagement curve, balancing between flow and fiero, and creating opportunities for easy and hard fun can be difficult. The variables between all of them needs to be robust, and that middle point between player exhaustion and player boredom is hard to achieve. The best balance appears to be between 75% flow and 25% fiero for immersive and enjoyable games. This was implemented by Blizzard Entertainment when they implemented a 25% drop rate for important items in order to keep players happy and engaged. We can even see this in modern tabletop games like Settlers of Catan, where die rolls determine if you earn any resources on a turn. Those resources can then be used to build settlements and roads. Both of them give you access to more resources, which then give you more access to more settlements. Play then becomes a self-reinforcing active feedback loop. Flow, Fiero, engagement, easy fun, and hard fun are all different aspects and tools that we can use as game designers to engage our players. Educators can also use these tools to help our students learn experientially through games-based learning. This engagement loop for players has turned them into metagamers who are constantly evaluating and assessing their own play. In a way, they become agents of their own learning. It is a goal that learning designers hope and strive for when creating educational content.
To do this, learning design needs to take into account several different aspects to fully engage learners, giving students the autonomy to choose their own goals, the ability to self-assess their own feedback, and the agency to play out the game or engage with the content in a matter of their choosing. Doing so enables your students and learners to maximize those opportunities of getting fired up with Fiero. I hope you found this episode useful. If you'd like to learn more, then a great place to start is with my free course on gamification. You can sign up for it at universityxp.com gamification. You can also get a full transcript of this episode, including links to references in the description or show notes. Thanks for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Dave Ang, from Gamespace Learning by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. If you like this episode, please consider commenting, sharing, and subscribing. Subscribing is absolutely free and ensures that you'll get the next episode of Experience Points delivered directly to you. I'd also love it if you took some time to rate the show. I live to lift others with learning, so if you found this episode useful, consider sharing it with someone who could also benefit. Also, make sure to visit UniversityXP online at universityxp.com. UniversityXP is also on Twitter at university underscore XP and on Facebook as UniversityXP. Also, feel free to email me anytime. My email address is dave at universityxp.com. Game on.